Welcome to Married at the Movies, the podcast where a married couple discuss their sometimes very different views on movies. I'm Sean. And I'm Monica. This week, we've got a What'd You Think uh, segment for you because I've been burning the candle at both ends watching a lot of movies over the weekends. And uh, then we're going to get into a review of Slight for uh, our continuing efforts to highlight black creators and black directors for Black History Month. So now let's start with our uh, What You Think segment. And uh, this is all going to be mostly Sean because I didn't watch anything uh, without him. Uh, probably due to the stack of papers that I had to uh, grade over the past week and a half. Mm. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the first movie that we'll talk about is uh, called Hunter Hunter, available on Amazon. And this is a thriller about a family living off the grid in the woods of Canada. Uh, so tell us, Sean, what do you think? Yeah, this film is cool. It is. It's really good. It does not kind of go where you think it's going to go. And then uh, it doesn't... I'm trying to think. There's there's a lot of things that could be considered spoilers, so I'm not going to talk around it. But as I heard about this film, what I heard mostly was uh, it's great. You know, it's it's a really good film. And then, oh my God, the ending. Okay. <laughs> and so... Uh, I don't want to build up that aspect of it so that people have unrealistic expectations as they go in to, to view it. But yes, the ending is a is a thing that happens and it'll <laughs> it, it'll stay with you and it'll yeah, it'll change the way you kind of view the rest of the film. Okay. But overall, the film is like really good at escalating tension and using the isolation of the characters to you know grow that kind of dread and the what can happen like Mm -hmm. there's nobody that really knows about them there's you know there's a little bit of a a tension between them and civilization and uh yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's great there's some fantastic performances devin sawa is in it and he is like unrecognizable like you think of devin sawa right you think of junior from little giants Mm -hmm. right at least that's what i think yeah or um you know the tweaker from slc punk you know which is good yeah no i have not okay um (laughs) anyway it's a good you should watch slc punk that's a a good movie um but yeah you know the cute little heartthrob dude and Mm -hmm. in this he's like manly outdoorsman man yeah and uh yeah it's really cool uh, very very good performance from him and the and the lead actress. Uh, yeah, this this is a like real good, just like edgier seat. What's gonna happen? Type like oh mm-hmm. god, where's this going? Okay, type movie. Yes. Uh, do you think I would like it? No, no, really? I don't. Mm. N- no. Okay. Uh, I don't want to tell you why. Okay, you can because tell me that, that would be spoilerific. <laughs> um, no, you would not like. Uh, this movie okay <laughs> you, so who... you can probably uh you'd be cool with you know like 85 percent of it but i think the other 15 okay. percent would put you over to be like none of that had to happen why okay type territory okay yeah so who would like it who would like it if you like uh i don't want to say horror but anything that's you know kind of that yeah so if you've seen it comes at night and you enjoyed that film you will definitely enjoy this film, I feel like. If you've seen... Uh, Is that like, the Kevin Bacon one? Kevin Bacon? It no. 
it comes at night is uh, I forget who's in that, but it's it's mm. only like a five maybe six people in the cast. Okay, and they're like it's like post apocalyptic, and there's a monster that comes at night. It's uh, yeah, it's quite it, it's like that. Okay, um, but if you like films like that or like uh, The Quiet Place, even I think um, you would you would very much well, like I liked this. The Quiet Place. Yes, but you also need to be okay with. Some other things that okay. I don't think you would be okay with. Okay. But again, I the ending is like it's brutal, and I won't say in what way. Okay. But it's it's brutal. That kind of <laughs> you, have me intrigued. You need to be okay for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna literally after this podcast, I will literally tell you exactly what happens at the ending okay. and why you would never watch this film. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But if if you like quiet slow burn thrillers that you know have you with a sense of dread you'll you'll enjoy this film all right uh so the next movie that you watched uh it's called freaky also available on amazon and it uh freaky which should probably be called freaky friday the 13th uh because it's about a serial killer who switches bodies with a high school girl yeah that sounds very interesting uh so what'd you think I had been dying to see this film mm-hmm. since it was announced. It is from the writer-director of Happy Death Day and mm-hmm. Happy Death Day 2. And as you know, and as our madams will know now, I love those movies. Yeah. Those movies are just good fun. It is just super, like, turn your brain off, enjoy, eat your popcorn, mm-hmm. and let this film happen and okay. just go along for the ride because it is so fun. Oh, it, it's great. Like, start to finish, I have no qualms. The stupid things that happen are the exact right amount of stupid. Um, okay. You know, they're not like, oh my God, that's like, that's a bridge too far. Like, it's the like, yes, that fits in this movie and that's perfect. Okay. I think your bar for that is higher than mine. I think or lower the, than mine. The no higher, yeah, higher than mine. Mine would be much lower. Like if it starts to be this stupid, I'm over it. You allow it more time to be stupid. Okay. So your bar is higher. No, well, wouldn't my <laughs> bar be lower then? Because more things could clear the bar. Oh, see, I took it as once it reaches the bar, you're out. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're saying threshold. Yes. Whereas I'm thinking high jump. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, Um. sure. Either way, yes, I am way more tolerant of stupid, especially in films like this. Like, because it's supposed to be. It's yeah. just supposed to be stupid fun. Like, those Friday the 13th movies, they were dumb as mm-hmm. hell too, you know? Um. But this, yeah, Vince Vaughn rules. He's so good. Um. Very much in the... Uh, like Jack Black and Jumanji vein. Oh, okay. You know, playing that kind of like high strung girl. Mm-hmm. But this main character girl is a different kind of character. She's not like the like Crappy super ditzy makeup yeah, yeah. like, you know, that kind of girl. Like mm-hmm. but he plays it really nice. Um there's some real weird things that happen in okay. there with that kind of body swap and, you know, Vince Vaughn being a high school girl. Oh, does he become a woman? Odd thing. <laughs> no. It's, it's high school. She's a senior. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Ooh, weird territory. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get in the, the other lane. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's some weird things that happen. My biggest gripe with the movie 
uh, is not really with any of like the plot details or anything like that, but there's a um, significant portion of the film in which the main character is in a mascot costume just with the head off and in public around other people. And that made me angry. It's just like, you don't do that. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't just walk around with your head off. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but th- yeah, that's my biggest complaint about the movie. Otherwise it's start to finish. Yes. A hundred percent. Awesome. Exactly what I wanted. Uh, do you think I would like it? No, no. I mean, I do. Like I, I would, I would hope that you could like it, I think it but I good. think you would have a hard time getting down to its level. Okay. Yeah. That makes me sound pretty pretentious. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you like well, really, can be when it comes to movies. You so. like like dumb and dumber. I do. Yeah. It, I think it's the it's the horror film aspect. Yeah. I don't really enjoy stupid horror movies. Yeah. Like I just have a hard time seeing the comedy in that like you're supposed to scare me scare me yeah so yeah i like i love dumb and dumber tommy boy like stupid funny i love Mm -hmm. stupid scary and that just could be maybe because i'm not like a horror movie film like fan to begin with yeah really so you add funny and like this is stupid yeah i the funny parts are are pretty funny and you know like pretty universal they don't have to appeal to horror fans so you might surprise me like it um, people, if you liked Happy Death Day, if you liked, uh, the movie, uh, came out a couple of years ago called like Hellfest. Um, I think that's a, you know, on par with this. It, it, you essentially know if you're going to like this movie. Like, Before you watch Because it? you know what it is, right? Okay. It's in that vein. It's in that like stupid horror with like some cool visuals and a, you know, slightly new premise like not a super new premise but like i feel like horror is one of the genres where it can take from a lot of other places in the film you know world landscape and and like cherry pick things from like here and here put them together make a horror film and it works better than if you were going to make like a earnest drama about body swapping okay or something like that you know like horror can be mapped onto things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, if you like stupid dumb horror like and like it. slasher films, uh, like the Scream films, like those kinds of films, uh-huh. like yeah, y- okay. you know, you you know, yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> Moving on now to our featured review, and again, uh, trying to highlight black filmmakers for uh, Black History Month. We watched Slight, which is a 2016 film that was billed as Iron Man meets Chronicle. That's that's what they say at the end of the trailer, and mm-hmm. I, I feel it's apt. Uh, it was directed by J.D. Dillard, and it stars Jacob Lattimore, Seychelle Gabriel, Storm Reed, and Dulé Hill. And it's about an orphaned magician who gets in over his head with the people that he's, you know... Associating with. with. Yes. Uh, Monica, I've been talking for a lot about films... Uh, but before Monica gets going, I do want to say that we're we're not breaking into a separate spoiler section for this. I feel like the trailer kind of gives away everything that's going on. So if you've mm-hmm. seen that, you can piece together what's going to happen in this film pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So there's no like big twist or turn that we need to like talk around or anything like that. But if you want to go in not knowing anything and letting mm-hmm. the film happen without you know the preconceived notions of what we say... Go watch it. Also, don't back. watch the trailer. 
Yeah, don't yeah. watch it. If you haven't seen it yet and are interested, don't watch the trailer. Go watch it. Madams, just don't <laughs> watch trailers in general. Yes. They're, they, 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 it's just, it's an, it's an affront to people who enjoy surprise mm. and newness. Oh, I feel like that could be a future episode. Like the worst trailers. I like wouldn't even know. The trailers that give away the worst yeah. They're like the best parts of the movie, but then therefore are the worst trailers. Yeah. Or the ones that have scenes in them that don't even then appear in the actual film. Mm-hmm. Step yeah. Brothers. Is yeah. A thing in yeah. They'll never know you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Monica. What'd you think? <laughs> yes. Slight. Go uh, talk. Speak. Yes. <laughs> I need a drink. It's my turn now. Yes. Um, that's maybe the longest that uh, you've gone without my interrupting you. <laughs> You mean in our relationship or in the podcast history? Both. <laughs> yeah. Both. <laughs> Fair. Uh, anyway, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I liked it a lot. I um, I hadn't hadn't seen the trailer in a long time. I know, like, when it first came out, it was one of those movies. I don't know why we never got around to watching it, because it was always sort of on one of our lists when we played the game and stuff, but it, I don't know, it just never happened. Um, I, I really loved um, the whole journey of it. I thought it had a really cool um, just storyline with, you know, the main character and his sort of struggles and how to deal. Um, The juxtaposition of a nerdy magic kid uh, who's awkward around girls and isn't sure what to do on his, like, first date with a girl. And then by night, he's a drug dealer. So it was just really kind of cute <laughs> to see <laughs> oh he's so cute this little drug he's just dealer <laughs> pushing the crack on the street <laughs> but like like that he's well he's like super confident when he is magicianing <laughs> that word. performing Magic-ing? magic yeah well hey what did an ing word <laughs> um you know he like is in is in total control of that situation and then he goes on a date with a girl and he's like, wait, what do I, oh, I don't know, what do I do? And then, but then he's also, you know, like successfully being a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just interesting to see. Um, well, what made me talk about that, the element of control and power um, is an interesting, uh, interesting part of it as well. Uh, but I really liked, um, yeah, I really liked almost everything about, um, about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. It's uh no, I I liked it. I think it's good. Um You're doing good. <laughs> you're doing, it's 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 good. <laughs> um yeah, it's it, it, for my money it's not great. It is a little rote in the beginning for me and it takes uh a good while to really kick in the gear. Uh, once it does kick into gear, it is cool. It is, it is good and it's what I wanted, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a little drawn out in the beginning where it's kind of, you know, setting the stage. And I feel like there's, um, especially when you compare it to essentially a comic book origin story, Mm -hmm. which is what this is more or less, right? They do some, some cool and interesting things where they don't necessarily follow the, you know, uh, let's call it for lack of a better term, the MCU structure where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, um, problems, powers, you know, perfection of powers, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the temptation and then the, 
do-gooder mm-hmm. type stuff. And it's like, you know, you hit those five points in those order. And this film doesn't necessarily do that. Like, it starts, you know, on, like, step three mm-hmm. and then goes to four and then kind of shows you step two mm-hmm. and, like, doesn't even bother showing you step one and then goes to five. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's interesting. Like, that that's cool. But I, I think in the beginning they kind of set up too much and you know it was just it was like okay yeah yeah i get it okay cool cool and then just like give me like get it going get it and then once it starts it's like okay i see what they're doing here they're you know they're using this to you know as a metaphor for Mm -hmm. the rest of his life and and whatnot and like that's great and all um but it just took too long to get there and then I think there are a couple of stumbling blocks along the way in terms of the writing and some of the performances that, you know, at at times kind of pulled me out of it Mm -hmm. enough to be like, yeah, it's good. Not great. Yeah. I just liked, um, I think some of the themes in it too were really interesting in regards to, uh, power and in regards to, um, like being trapped in a situation Mm -hmm. like he you know is at a young age left taking care of his little sister he just has to be a dad you know like overnight you know pretty much um and he's a really nice kid and he you know ends up doing bad things illegal things but you sympathize with him because it's he doesn't really have much of a choice and once he gets roped into it, you know, Dooley Hill's character pretty much owns him. And he is trapped yeah. trying to get out of this. So the the imagery with um, Houdini, there's like a Houdini poster in his room. Yeah, you which know, like, they kind of hit you over the head with. They do, like, but... To be honest, there, there's, you yeah, know, but it, it's, four or five too many cuts to that poster. Yeah, it could probably do it without <laughs> that. But like... You know, the idea of him being the master of escape. Yeah. And he's like stuck in... There were some really cool i thought that was really cool metaphor like throughout Mm -hmm. um being you know and there are times in the movie where he's literally trapped and has to try to uh escape Mm -hmm. and then even other characters like the the girlfriend characters introduced she has her own set of problems that she's trying to escape from yeah which to me felt a little thin like they don't really resolve any of that or they Mm -hmm. just kind of give it to her for her to be a sympathetic, like, and even more of a sympathetic character. Yeah. And I think... Like, somebody that could be, like, you know, oh, I'm, my boyfriend's a drug dealer. Like, that she could be okay with that. Yeah, that it, it's kind like of... Like, she understands his situation. It's kind of just a catalyst for the audience to not go, why the heck does she stay there? Yeah. You know? So it's, yeah. It's a little, I don't know. To me, that was one of the things that was like, okay, it's a little, mm. little rote. But yeah, sorry. Continue. No, that's that was pretty much uh, it. Just that um, that imagery of being trapped, and um, you know, looking at it even from like the circumstances people are in, and uh-huh. unfortunate things that people are thrown. Like he had a full full scholarship to a college, you know. So it's almost like these two paths he could have taken. Mm-hmm. You know, to go on to college and, you know, have a not uh, illegal or a legal job, you know, and then, but then from things outside of his control, you know, so then 
by the end of the movie, he's taking back control. And he's in charge and he's in charge of what he's going to do with his life. Mm -hmm. And part of that is due to the, you know, actually most of it is due to the magic and the powers that he starts to harness and, you know, use them to control um, others. Mm -hmm. Which um, I just thought that was really cool, um, you know, thematically, the idea of being trapped in something and being an escape artist to escape from it Mm -hmm. uh, was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. And I, I do overall really enjoy the metaphor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I think, what uh, what J.D. Dillard does directorially to draw those parallels. Mm-hmm. and Like visually, you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's sp- specifically two scenes that kind of um, jump out at me. Uh, and that's the, the one that comes first in the movie, I think, is uh, the montage probably about three quarters of the way through the film when he starts um he needs to pay back Dulé hill and he starts to sell and perform like more Mm -hmm. so that he can garner more money to you know get out of Mm -hmm. debt and to get out of his situation and the the montage is just incredibly well done it is so kinetic Mm -hmm. and their cuts um from his hands you know manipulating cards and uh, doing other types of magic things cut back with um, him gathering up the drugs and like mm-hmm. counting out the money and just all the things that his hands were were capable of and, mm-hmm. and then cuts to um, like the faces of the people that he was wowing with yeah. the magic and then also the customers that he was selling to mm-hmm. and drawing that parallel between the magic being used to get out and the you know him essentially using magic in his life Mm -hmm. you know in different ways right exactly and the kind of you know mastery that's needed in order to escape Mm -hmm. and i thought that was really cool yeah that that one scene was really cool yeah and then um later i think it's you know not even probably 10 minutes after that in the film uh he goes back to the club Mm -hmm. where he meets uh cameron esposito Mm -hmm. uh, i believe it is and he's walking through the club and the way that they film it with kind of like the haze of like that you know like low light Mm -hmm. and then the greens and blues of the lights in the club and the slow-mo and even the the sound design and score during that part it all kind of seems like he's underwater Mm -hmm. like they're trying to say like literally he's over his head he's Mm -hmm. drowning you know and just like the way that those subtle hints that don't knock you over the head with like you know, huge signs that say like, you know, meta struggle and like, yeah, sure. you know, suffocation, mm-hmm. trapped, like that kind of stuff. It like, was yeah, a little more yeah, subtle. Um, those those aspects that are really definitely done with, you know, camera angles and um, visual cinematography, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, was really cool. And again, for me though, that only started really in the back half of the film. But yeah, I would I would give you that. It definitely like. I think shifts to full superhero origin story. Yeah. You know, throughout. And then, um, well, especially with Dulé Hill kind of starts as like, oh, he's like a nice drug dealer. <laughs> well, he's not nice, but they don't show him doing anything that's <laughs> no, but it, I mean, terribly, it, like it seems, besides drug it, dealing. Like, yeah, that's... it seems like he cares ab- about, um, you know, about him, about um, Bo. Yeah, Bo. Yeah. At first, but, you know. Again, that's not really a spoiler to know that the 
oh, you know, the drug overlord is going to, you know, he can't really be trusted and doesn't actually care about anybody but himself. <laughs> yeah, and again, that's very, very apparent in the trailer. Yeah, so, so it's, if yeah, you watch that, not, then then you know. Not a spoiler. Um, weird to see Dulé Hill that way, though. It was so strange. I mean, it's like he, that's Charlie. Yeah, and that's Char- Charlie's a nice boy. That's that's Gus. Gus is <laughs> yeah. so unsure of himself <laughs> yeah. and just hangs around with a really awful friend all the time. Yeah, you know. But then now he's like, he's not running away screaming. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's the one like trying to, you know, with guns and trying to shoot people and stuff yeah. like that. So that was a little strange. Yeah, I and, like it though. It mm-hmm. I like that range from Dulé Hill like it's the first time I saw him play a character like that and it's mm-hmm. like yeah he's he's a great actor yeah he is um and then you know when he when Bo really harnesses his powers with the help of the questionable science teacher um little, <laughs> I don't think there's a question about it's it little, that dude sucked it's, what well, is I mean, he doing he like was inspiring to him in the beginning but then he's like Oh, you embedded this thing in your arm? That's probably not good. Yeah. Wait, you want to make it more powerful? Oh, I have an idea. Yeah. It, well, I guess we could do it. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. It could, you know, like blow up your arm, but if that's what you really want me to do, I can show you how to do not, it. Not know? blow up, but burn, Yeah. I think, was the... It would burn away something. Oh, okay, so something. It's totally, totally He's different. like, if not hard, like, that was maybe a little tropey. Like, if it's not harnessed correctly, it could yeah. be disastrous. Yeah. You're like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was tropey, but at least like to me, that was like, okay, he found his guy in the chair, mm-hmm. you know, to borrow from Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. like that, that part I was like, okay, cool. It's like heating up. Like I see what this film is now mm-hmm. because it didn't feel to me like it was anything special in that first half. It was just a story about a kid, you know, in over his head. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, but I know there's more to this story. So hit me with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then <laughs> he's like, He's like trying to move the car, and then the science teacher's like, "Wait a second, <laughs> oh, I see what's going on." And it's like, <laughs> "This isn't really about like, something small. This is a you're gonna like try to kill some people, aren't you?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, come on, like, yeah, yeah. Why does this kid show you know in the middle of the night show up to your house? Yeah, if he just wants to perform better magic. Yeah, like that it's was a little more complicated than that. that. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but whatever there are good teachers out there yes <laughs> teachers that wouldn't help a person put a electromagnet inside their body yes but yeah um the i will talk a little bit about the very end so i guess you you know this is gonna be a spoiler so if you don't really want to know some cool part of the end you should stop and then come back later um and that is when Bo, you know, his harness is his power and he like puts up his hood and he's like, yeah, I'm badass now. Oh, like the final fight scene yeah, if you want to follow like, comic he, book parlance? Yeah. yeah, he comes in and he's like, where is he? You know, and he's like, what's going where on is here? He? Yeah. <laughs> Without the Batman voice. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, what's going on here? And like, Dooley Hill being like, oh man, what's this kid doing? And he's just going to like shoot him. But now with his powers, he like stops this bullet and mm. is you know now like oh i'm in charge yeah i'm i'm, I'm the but, captain now oh boy <laughs> that's yeah move past that yeah um i mean that's not a spoiler because everybody saw that in like x2 or x-men whenever that was well yeah was but like you don't magneto, know what's gonna like, happen in this movie yeah magneto like drills the bullet into the cop's forehead 
in that movie. So yeah, like, but I don't know. To me, it was just like, okay, you're doing that. Cool. That's like, fine. Then you except could, I think there was blood in this one, and there wasn't blood in the. You could one. argue that they stole this from the Matrix. Because like the or that X Men stole it from the Matrix because he like stops bullets. No, but he doesn't drill it into Agent Smith's head. Yeah, but he doesn't need to. Okay. Then he just turns and looks at them, and they all run away. The guy in X Men needed more convincing, I guess, that he could actually control bullets. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying that it, you know, literally the the same scene plays out in X Men. It can still be cool. I'm not saying it has to be original. I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm just saying it's not as cool as the first time I saw it. <laughs> and how do you know that there's not some other movie before besides X Men that does that? Even if there was, that's fine. Like. Then that one would be the coolest. <laughs> Just because it's the first doesn't mean it's the coolest. No, but it means it's more unique the first time it happens yeah. because it would be one of one, right. and now this one is one of X, and so it is uh, X or X over Ooh, something. Sean's trying to do math. <laughs> one over X <laughs> times is cool, okay, and not X times is cool. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, it's still cool. I wasn't thinking of the X-Men at all when I was watching it. Because it's, it's different. Yeah. It's more I mean, he is an X-Man. And it's really showing that idea of control that we were talking about. You know, like, right. this person it... that previously controlled him and, like, owned him. Yes. Now the tables have turned. And it's like, no, actually, I'm in control now. I own you. You're going to give me the information I need. And not... You know, and... Even more than that, I'm in control and I'm not going to become you. Yes, yeah, you know, I'm that's better that's, than you. That is the superhero story, right? Mm-hmm. That's why Batman doesn't kill people. That's why, you know, Spider-Man always ties up the guys in a nice bow and gives mm-hmm. them to the cops. Because yeah. it's, not, it's not about vengeance or anything like that. It's yeah, and, like he doesn't, and he doesn't kill him. Yeah. You know, right? He didn't, no, he didn't no, kill no. him. Yeah, he doesn't kill no, him. No, he doesn't kill anyone, I don't believe. Um just maims someone terribly. Yeah. Should really, we, the only part of the movie I didn't like. Should we talk about the final, final scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and again, like, this isn't really a spoiler because it, it they is... They don't really tell you anything. Literally, so. the final, like, shot is in the trailer. Like, that... Really? Yeah, oh, at least stupid. the trailer that I watched. Oh. Um, but essentially, they, you know, get out of their situation. Everything turns out fine because mm-hmm. that's the way this film had to end. Yeah, sure. Right? Um, and then... Um, Holly, I believe, yes, is her name. His girlfriend's um, name. Mm-hmm. Wakes up at one point, and they are they're all living in San Diego. And then she like sees he's not in the bed. The mm-hmm. alarm clock's flashing, and she like walks into his office or some other room, and the lights are like pulsing on and off. And you just see her face, and she's like, "Oh my god," or something, mm-hmm. you know, to that effect. And it was like it was like a Will Ferrell and Zoolander. It's Magnum. It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I thought you were going to say he was wearing a piano key tie. Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, that like really nice like final page of the origin story of a comic book where you like you turn the page and it's like, you know, coming in two months. Like Yeah, getting ready for the sequel. Yeah. Um, which I, I think it would have been cool to see a sequel to this. And I don't know if like that was ever on the table or if mm-hmm. it's in the works or, you know, somebody's working on writing it, but like, I wouldn't mind revisiting this universe. No, definitely. And like making that a thing. Um, as long as they don't, you know, M night Shyamalan it and, you know, totally let down everything in the characters. Are you, are you talking about split? 
No, I'm talking. A sp- no, split no, was great. No, I mean, um, um, uh, glass. glass. Yeah, yeah, Glass was a yeah. terrible nothing burger of a I, movie. I liked it. Really? Yeah, I didn't love it, but you. Uh, I don't remember you liking it. Yeah, it was cool. I thought it was an interesting way to end stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But I'm not as that was. I didn't. I didn't read the comics and things. So. Well, I there were no comics. I mean, like, I'm not a. But it's a like comic book story. Yeah. You know, type thing. Anyway. Yeah. I oh that was one of my biggest movie disappointments out of the last ten years. I would oh, say. that's sad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this isn't about glass though. It's about slight. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So I think uh, I think that kind of wraps up our conversation about it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's one thing left to do. You um, know what that is? Our ratings. Yep. <laughs> Why did <laughs> oh, you say it like that? <laughs> was I supposed to wait for our listeners to guess? Some wait time? Yes. We'll wait a week. Okay. Uh, email us at marriedmoviespodcast at gmail.com. No, yes. It's time for ratings. And from you, you you're talking about it. I feel like yours is pretty high and going to be higher than mine. So where'd you mm-hmm. come at? I was Come I'm, in at? I was kind of stuck between an eight and a nine. Who? Um, oh, are you going 0.5? No, I think I'm... I'm, I'm because we've gotten some feedback uh, from the madams about 0.5s. And one yes. very specific feedback said, uh, called you a coward, coward for using them. Yeah. No, I'm yes. going to commit. I think when the movie was first over, when it ended, I was like, that was awesome. I loved it. It's a nine. Yeah. Um, but then as we've been talking about it and, mm-hmm. you know, reflecting a little bit more on some some elements that in especially with the writing yeah that were a little weak uh, that i think um but i still loved the theme um and the metaphor overall um so i'm going with an eight out of ten an eight okay yes interesting which i still think is going to be higher than what you say it is yeah i'm i'm in a seven um that's not so bad though. it's good not great mm-hmm. um i like it i am excited to see more from the people involved, mm-hmm. namely J.D. Dillard. Uh, he directed a movie that came out, I believe, in 2019 or mm-hmm. last year. I can't remember. Um, but I would definitely be putting that on my list because I really liked what he did here. Yeah. Uh, directorially. And the main, the main actor was also very good. Yes. Uh, Jacob uh, Lattimore. Okay. Um, yeah, he was great too. Um, so I'm, I'm interested, you know, they go on like the list of people that... I'll be interested in their their future projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I think this was a good uh, first effort, but kind of let me down oh, okay. uh, in the first, at least the first half of it. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. So we're not that far off. No, one point. That's pretty good. Yeah. The way you were talking last night after it ended, I thought you were going to be like a nine or a 10. Oh, yeah, and I was going to be like, yeah, it's kind of more like and a then six. Once it sits, and then usually that happens once we sit down and we start to discuss it. And I hear, you know, because... Sean doesn't let me talk about the movie before we podcast. So once I hear, you know, you pointed out something that I didn't notice. It's just, just better conversation. It is better conversation. More You're on right. the fly. Yes. Um, that sometimes I'm like, oh, you made a good point there. I was so like entranced that I didn't really notice that. Mm-hmm. So when converse, you know, our conversation about it, sometimes my rating gets knocked up or down because yeah. of it. Yeah. So still not that far off. We're both in agreement that it is a better than average film, and that you should you should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah. Um, it is cool, especially if you like you know comic magic. book type stuff and magic. <laughs> yeah, there's some really cool fun magic. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know you might have feelings one way or another on movie magic and mm-hmm. whether or not it's a little too, you know, 
CGI'd or camera tricks or etc. But it's still fun. Um, yeah, it, it's fun. It's it's fun to be amazed. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like that I said that. <laughs> that was stupid. I'm gonna cut that out. Sean, can we cut that? No, no, sorry, it's got stain. <laughs> um okay anyway uh yeah so we want your feedback have you watched slight did you like it would you the ending hunter hunter like talk to me folks let's <laughs> dialogue because that was a thing and yeah so how would you do that you drop us an email married movies podcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think uh what movies should we see what should we review what do we get wrong what are you what are you doing this weekend <laughs> What it? I don't know. At any point. What I, is a horseshoe? Thank you. What does a horseshoe do? Ha- magnets. Are ha- there any horse socks? <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Billy Madison. Oh right. Yes. Gotcha. Um, magnets. How do they work? Anyway, uh, do that or follow us on Instagram, uh, Married Movies Podcast uh, on Instagram, and you know, comment on the episode posts and all that good stuff. Uh, but until then, uh, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, or you can listen on web browser at soundcloud.com slash married at the movies and, uh, give us a rate and review on whatever platform you listen to. Um, five stars is nice, but be honest, let us know feedback. We're open to changing things. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I think that'll do it this week for this episode of Married at at the the Movies. Movies.